Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Friday, January 22nd. I'm Wayne Pratt. Members of the St. Louis County Council are divided over leadership for the seven-person body in 2021. It's a split that has caused tensions to boil over. You can't invite us to the table and say, okay, yeah, we want you at the table, we want to hear your voice. And when we come to the table to have a seat, you pull the chair from underneath us. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports on whether the discord could continue after the leadership question is answered. The Illinois Department of Public Health is lifting coronavirus restrictions in more areas of the state, but not in the Metro East. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt reports St. Clair County health officials say the restrictions are still in place because of a glitch at the state level. The state starts to ease restrictions when a region has a case positivity rate below 12 percent and ICU and medical bed availability over 20 percent for three consecutive days. There also needs to be a sustained drop in the number of hospitalized COVID patients. County Board Chair Mark Kern had announced on Wednesday that the region hit those required benchmarks. At the county's daily briefing on Thursday, he said the state later retracted those numbers after recalculating regional metrics. They say the reason for the changes were to stabilize the trend so they'd be less likely to be bounced into a different mitigation tier, only to change back maybe a couple days or a few days later. Kern says the Metro East should see some restrictions lift on Friday if current virus trends hold. I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri's Department of Labor is demanding money back from some people who collected unemployment benefits during the pandemic. State Senator Brian Williams, a Democrat from University City, says he's heard from several constituents who have received letters from the department. They say the money is gone and they have no way to pay it back. So it appears that the department made a mistake with some of these benefits. And it's clear that to me and, and I would hope everyone that unemployed Missourians should not have to pay uh, the government for its mistakes. Williams says the federal government is allowing states to waive the overpayments to unemployed individuals, but he says it's concerning that the department has made such an error with public money. Face coverings are required in Jefferson County for at least another month. The county's Board of Health has extended a mask ordinance until February 25th. Masks must be worn in public places. The ordinance first went into effect in late November after a heated public debate. One of the first people to jump into the race for mayor of St. Louis says the city needs a leader who understands its potential. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman has more from Kara Spencer's appearance on our Politically Speaking podcast. Spencer, who currently represents the 20th Ward in South St. Louis, announced she was running for mayor more than a year ago. At the time, she expected to be running a traditional campaign and that one of her opponents would be the incumbent, Lyda Krusen. The coronavirus pandemic has altered how candidates reach out to their supporters, and Krusen announced in November she would not run again. But Spencer says none of that changes her plans if she is elected. I love St. Louis. I believe in us. But we aren't going to solve our problems by just wanting to. We need a mayor who's going to do the real hard work of leading. Spencer says her focus from day one will be on reducing violent crime and getting the city's budget stabilized. The primary election is March 2nd. I'm Rachel Lippman. St. Louis Public Radio. 
Members of the St. Louis County Council are clashing over who should lead the seven-person body. While divisions on the council aren't new, the intensity of this split is affecting the flow of county business. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports, the discord could continue for months after the leadership debate is settled. If someone tuned into the St. Louis County Council for the first time recently, they may be taken aback by the sheer intensity of acrimony between members. Take, for example, this back and forth between Republican Council members Ernie Trakis and Tim Fitch on January 12th. And just a bit of warning, there's a lot of crosstalk here. Why don't you quit being a bully, or if you choose to bully someone, bully someone who could push back, sir. The specific issue that spurred Trachis to call Fitch a fool is the traditionally routine act of choosing a chair and vice chair of the council. And it's a long story. Back in 2020, Shalonda Webb defeated incumbent councilwoman Rochelle Walton Gray to represent a slice of North St. Louis County on the council. But because of a change to the county charter made during that same election, Webb wasn't sworn in until January 12th. In the last meeting of 2020, four council members voted to have the first meeting of 2021 on January 5th, in which Gray cast the decisive vote to give Councilwoman Lisa Clancy another year as chairwoman. That greatly offended Webb, who ended up voting with three council members on January 12th to oust Clancy and put Rita Days in as chairwoman. Webb says not giving her a vote was a slap in the face to her constituents. You can't invite us to the table and say, okay, yep, we want you at the table, we want to hear your voice. And when we come to the table to have a seat, you pull the chair from underneath us. This issue, which is now in court, has been so explosive that the council abruptly adjourned the January 12th meeting. Days chaired this past Tuesday's meeting that ended up proceeding without incident. St. Louis County Executive Sam Page has made clear he's taking Clancy's side in the chairwoman dispute. The council has been sharply divided over the response to the pandemic now for several months, but we're moving to the other side of the pandemic. Um, It's still going to take several months to get there, um, but we will get there. Much of the acrimony on the council stems from either support or opposition to Page's actions, especially when it comes to combating COVID-19. Fitch Days and Councilman Mark Harder have been critical of Page, while Clancy and Councilwoman Kelly Dunaway have been more supportive. Trachis and Webb are less predictable when it comes to aligning with or opposing Page. Days, though, is not opposed to COVID-19 restrictions like many county Republicans, but rather she says she's upset with how Page made decisions without council input. She also says that Page talks a big game, but hasn't delivered. I believe he would be looking more closely at at the vulnerable communities, which I serve. Uh, I believe that he would make sure that the resources were distributed according to need. Uh, I believe that because that's what he said. And so when, you know, most of that did not come to fruition. And and I was I was not happy about that. Clancy acknowledges that a lot of the council animosity stems from a proxy war between page allies and opponents. I know that our constituents have tall orders for us right now when it comes to, again, recovering from the virus um, and and doing the things that we need to do to make sure that St. Louis County is the best it can be. And so I'm eager to move forward on a policy agenda that will do just that. One person who is hoping to ease tensions is Webb, who has stressed that she's not going to let her disappointment over the council chairwoman vote shape her actions over the next four years. 
I'm not trying to blow up the council, right? I want it to be a working, functional, effective council. And I think uh, though this issue is important, certain issues they use to or are used to be somewhat distracted. Whether that cohesiveness that was elusive with other county council divides over the past decade actually emerges is an open question. And since the county executive and the county council is in place for the next two years, St. Louis County residents could be in for a long period of animosity unless tensions ease. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.